Hi, Dennis Quaid here, and I wanted to tell you about Wrongful Conviction Podcast. Raw and absolutely riveting, and with over 16 million downloads, Wrongful Conviction Podcast are social justice in action, featuring stories about and interviews with men and women who have spent decades behind bars for crimes they did not commit. Some have since been released, while others still face a death sentence or life in prison but all have been victims of a frighteningly flawed justice system. Wrongful Conviction Podcast does more than simply tell the stories of those who have been wrongfully in prison. The show has inspired me to learn more and to get involved, and I hope it will do the same for you. Listen to Wrongful Conviction Podcast wherever you tune in to your favorite podcast. Today on Paternity Court. I've been telling you this since I was I pregnant. I've been telling you I need a DNA test since I was pregnant. You are not in any way accepting of Alani. No, I'm not. If he won't in the picture, then no, why is he here? I put my time and energy into that little girl. This is serious for you. This is not a game. It's not no game. I'm willing to do whatever it takes, take whatever lashes, whatever talk back, whatever it is that I gotta take so that my baby grows up to be better than me. It came out that there were other possible fathers. Correct. Mr. Rich knew about him. Mr. Rich did not know about Matthews. Well, Mr. Matthews is here. You a calm down. <laughs> Mr. Rich, calm down. I don't Mr. Rich, it's not like that. Please be seated. Hello, Your Honor. Hello. This is a case of Holman versus Drumgold Rich. Thank you, Jerome. Good day, everyone. Ms. Holman, you opened this case against Mr. Drumgold because you claim he denies fathering your two-month-old daughter, Alani. You want Mr. Drumgold to step up after today's results prove what you believe. He is the father. Is that correct? Correct, Your Honor. Mr. Drumgold, you claim there is no way you are her daughter's father because you know for a fact Ms. Holman was sleeping with at least two other men at the time of conception. And you believe either of those two men could be Alani's father. Is that correct? Correct. So, Ms. Holman, you say Mr. Drumgold is denying your baby. Yes, Your Honor. Explain. Uh, well, anytime I call Mr. Drumgold and I say, um, Alani needs this, Alani needs that, it's crickets. But if I call Mr. Drumgold and I'm like, uh, I want some or let me give you some he's at my door. Okay, um, that's on the menu. That's on the menu. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> okay, let's move on. So you feel like he's denying the baby? Yes, Your Honor. Are you denying this baby? Yes. Mr. Drumgold, you are not in any way accepting of Alani? No, I'm not. It's been incidents that I know and two other gentlemen that I know during the time that she posted had Alani that she was dealing with. Okay. Can I speak, please? Yes, ma'am, okay, go ahead. Okay, so at the same time, me and Mr. Drumgold were never in a relationship. We have always had an open relationship. The fact that he knew that there was a possibility he could have been Alani's father, he should have been made some type of effort. He said he showed up at my house to bring me something, but someone else was there, so he decided to leave. And what's But if you came true? there to bring something what's for your child, true? why not give it to your child? What's that true? Hold on one second. Uh -huh. Before I get into all of that, I just kind of want to establish 
how we got here. So when I met Mr. Drumgold, he was a party promoter, and I used to be a da I'm a dancer. I was a dancer for him. Um, I met him through a mutual friend, a family member. Um, instantly, Mr. Drumgold was he was delicious. He just oozed bossness. He, oh, he was him, delicious. Yes, absolutely delicious. Yes, and I told him, I said, I got to have you. Like, he oh, that's like, what you told him. Yes, he said, I'm feeling you too. So we made it from there. So why did it never become a relationship? During the time I was in a relationship. But he never told me that. Mr. Drumgold was in a so-called relationship with several other people. So, Mr. Drumgold, how did you find out Ms. Holman was pregnant? She called me one day and she said that she was pregnant. And she said she was, like, 10 weeks. And at the time, I wasn't even in town for 10 weeks. So then she hung up with me, and then she called me back within five minutes. Not days later, not weeks later. She called me back within five minutes and said the doctors made a mistake. And you thought that was too quick? Pretty much. You felt like when she called back, she was over there calculating, trying to figure out how to make it point to you. That's exactly what happened. All right. So as soon as Ms. Holman told you she was pregnant... Yes. You had doubt immediately. Yes. Was it just about the phone call, or was it just doubt... In general? No, it was about phone calls. It was, um, I knew it was more, more gentlemen's that she was messing with. More gentlemen's? Yes, yes, ma'am. Okay. And so, how do you know she was with other men? For as far no, as no, I came to her mother's house and another man was robbing her belly. One at a time. He knew I was dealing with other men because I was very honest with, Ro with Robert, Mr. Drumgold, up front. I was super honest with him and I told him, like, I'm doing me, you doing you, because I know how you get down. Period. When I was all in for with him, he was not wanting no parts of me. Yeah, but parts of me. Yeah, all right, but hold on. Miss Holman, so you are in court and you're admitting you were doing you and he was doing him. Absolutely. So you were definitely having sex Absolutely. with other men. So why now. is it that you say I've this is goes the father? I mean, at the end of the day, look at her. Look at that. She looks just like her. To me, she looks like her. To me, she looks like her. Boy, boo. And as Boy, boo. Stevie Wonder can see that right. child. Get out of here. <laughs> So you are admitting, through ample testimony, <laughs> that you were intimate with somebody else during the time. I absolutely. She admitted now. Okay. So we now got that. She admitted it. Now. How did that. you find out, is the question. For one, the phone calls, the other dudes, and I went to one of her family members' house, and they opened the door, and there was another gentleman rubbing her stomach. Really? But at the time, again, she was telling me, it's no possibility it could be anyone else. So is this the man you were intimate with, Miss Holman? Yes. Yes, Your Honor, it is. So I like to hear all the testimony, so I'd like to hear from this possible father. Jerome, will you please escort Mr. Rich into the courtroom? Mr. Rich, thank you for joining us. You do know Ms. Holman, who is standing at the plaintiff's podium. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. All right. Did you have a sexual relationship with her, sir? Yes, Your Honor. You did. How did you two meet? Can you explain that to the court? We met at a party. She gave me a lap dance, and we ended up having sex. And how long did the sexual relationship last? It was off and on. It's been off and on for the last four years. Oh, you're still in a sexual relationship now? Yes, ma'am. Sir, did she tell you when she was pregnant with Alani that Alani was your child? Yes, she did. And so what kind of relationship have you built with Alani? I built a father-daughter relationship with her. You have? Yes, Your Honor. 
And so you have a very real tie with this beautiful baby. Yes, I do. I feel like I've been betrayed, man. I feel like I've been let down. I feel like I gave my all to somebody that don't give a care about me. And I can see how much that bothers you. This is serious for you. This is not a game. It's not no game. People got real feelings involved in this I can see that. I put my time and energy into that little girl. Yeah. But I already made up my mind that I'm gonna be there for this little girl. And what does that mean to you, to be a father to this beautiful, innocent little girl? What does it mean? It means a lot to me. How could I, a lot of kids don't, don't get the opportunity to have a good father in their life. Right. I, I didn't have my father in my life. I grew up wild and out, getting in a lot of trouble. But over the years, I changed, that's all. I changed Oh, honey. Take your time. You don't ever have to feel ashamed to love and feel connection and commitment to a child. This is a courtroom where we know what that means. So, we know that Ms. Holman told you you were the father. Did she tell you, or when did she tell you, if she did, that you weren't? Do you remember that? I mean, she told me I was the father all the way up to the time we got in an argument, and I left. Like, 30 minutes later, she texted my phone, said, boy, boo, that baby not yours anyway. Boy, boo. I remember exactly what the text read. I saved it in my phone. But I ain't never want to forget that moment. It, it hurt me when she told me that. I ain't show it, but it hurt me. Even after that, I, I still, I, I was still there through the whole pregnancy. I still had love for this woman. Okay. But I, it wasn't until after Alani was born when I really fell in love with that child and made up my mind I was gonna be there. Why would you even tell me? There ain't no possibility that it could be nobody else's. If he won't in the picture, then Honor, why is he here? Your Honor, I asked Rich to come back. I knew that Rich wasn't the father, but I knew that he would be there for me. I knew it. I knew he loved me. In spite of everything I've ever put him through, Rich has always loved me, unconditionally. And so I took advantage of that. I didn't want to be by myself while I was pregnant. And I knew that the person I was pregnant by didn't about me. The person you thought you was pregnant by. I know who I was pregnant by, so shut your mouth. The person you thought you was pregnant anyway, by. Anyway, Miss Holman, calm down. Mr. Drumgoat, calm down. I don't want to start taking this train in the wrong direction. Let's stay where we are, because I do want to understand. Your testimony is, Miss Holman, you didn't really think Mr. Rich was Alani's father. Yes. Did you ever confess this? Did you ever sit down with Mr. Rich? No. So this is the first... Yes. ...he's heard of all of this? Yes. No. No. After I saw him rubbing her stomach, I hit him up on Facebook, and I told him, look, I know she probably saying she's yours, but she's telling me the same thing. Until, instead of him being a man and responding to me, he went and told her, and she called me, oh, why you tell him that? Why you tell him that? So, no, nah, it's not the first time here. Hold on! That's exactly where he should go. It's to ask the source. Well, either way, it's not the first time that he done heard this. It's not the first time. And he is a man because he didn't entertain your foolishness it, like you being a petty female. It, it's not the first time. No. Now, it ain't about being a petty it female. It is about being a petty female. It's about telling the truth, but you ain't. And today you lack to get some order. Fix it now. I'm here today to order. Ms. Holman. What are you doing? Ms. Holman, Jerome, go stand in between the two of them. It's about telling the truth when you won't. She's sitting here saying that I won't dare for her. I was there for her, her whole pregnancy. Wow, no, when? we didn't spend no, we didn't spend every day together. He lied. No, we didn't. So what parts of the pregnancy were you Please there for, me. Mr. Jumgold? 
What parts of the practice I was there for? We talked every day. We made plans on when. We made plans on, yes, how the baby, what was going to occur after the baby and born and all that. But once, once I really knew him, he was in the picture, yes, did I, did I um, fall back a little bit? Yes, I did. So once you saw him yes, rubbing her stomach... Yes, I did. And then when you reached out to him, did you ever get a response? No. What I was thinking is she found a way, like she always do, to smooth over her life. And because that's what she do. No, that's not she what I do. So who did you think she was lying to? She, she, no, I knew for a fact she was lying to both of us before she even told me that she told him. And so, Mr. Rich, when did you saw Mr. Drumgold when you were rubbing her stomach? You saw him. Yes, I did. What did she? How did she explain that to you that he would even be there? If this is supposed to be your baby, she didn't really explain. When I seen Rob show up that day, I knew what time it was. I knew he was over there, and then. And I knew he was over there still having sex with her. But, you know what I'm saying, like she always do, she take advantage of the love I have for her. She tell me some lame story. I end up sticking around, you know what I'm saying? End up just putting it on the back burner. And, you know what I'm saying, we end up having a good time. And soon as things go left again, she's back on the same stupid stuff. to the birth when Alani was born. Miss Holman, can you take me to that day? Where were you? I was at home at first when my, when my um, labor pains originally started. I was at home with Rich. Once he left, he went to work. My water broke in the house. Uh, I called the M-Lambs. The M-Lambs came, picked me up from the house. I called him immediately and I told him I was on my way to the hospital. Once I got to the hospital, I called him and I told him I was in labor. Um, no, I actually got a text. You had time to make two phone calls? No, I actually, I actually got a text saying I had the baby. Okay, well... I actually got a text saying I, I had way, the baby. I, either way, I let him know Russell showed up at the hospital and he was there with me. Mr. Rich. Yes, I'm sorry, Rich. And Mr. Rich was there at the hospital when Alani was born? Correct. Now, Mr. Rich, did you sign the birth certificate? No, no Your Honor. And then you sent a text to Mr. Drumgold, she's here? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because in your mind at that point, you've made a very clear decision that you know Mr. Drumgold's the father, so you're gonna inform him. But you know Mr. Rich is gonna be there for you. And so... I didn't want to step on his toes. I didn't want, I didn't want to hurt him any more than I had already hurt him. I'm willing to do whatever it takes, take whatever lashes, whatever talk back, whatever it is that I gotta take so that my baby grows up to be better than me. Do I make a lot of messed up decisions? Do I make a lot of mistakes? Yes. I'm not belittling or downgrading anything I've done, especially to that man right there. Because he's the last one to deserve this. I've never met a man like this in my life, which is why I don't know what to do with him. He's the best man I've ever known in my whole life. And I, I tell him every day, you too good for me. I don't deserve you. Because I'm used to people treating me like this person right here. This is what I'm used to. This is my normal. This is my abnormal. A person that you keep calling to come over and have sex Of course, because you got great sex. Huh? What the world? I don't have huh? to do with nothing. Really? That's only when me and him break right up. Right there, bro. That's... Uh, Oh, Mr. No. Rich. Rich, it's not like that. Next time on Paternity Court. Can you tell me about these other possible fathers? Mr. Rich knew about him. Mr. Rich did not know about Matthews. Mr. Matthews is here, and I'd like to hear from him. You're a on the <laughs> Mr. Mr. Rich, calm down. If Leanne could have had it her way and now one of us know, we wouldn't be here today. I slept with this guy on Friday. You still worth it. You're still worth it. You hear me? In the case of Holman versus Drumgold Rich, it has been determined by this court.
For the full audiovisual experience of Lauren Lake's Paternity Court, check paternitycourt.tv for local listings, subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash paternitycourt, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Paternity Court TV and at Lauren L. Lake.